The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Yo, what up, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And this is Tamara Smith, a.k.a. A Girl from Harlem. And... This is the guy show. Boop, 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 boop. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, somebody who everybody know I claim. I'm from College Park. He's actually named after College Park. He named it College Park. Uh, He's been a legend in two games, actually three games, because he was a artist first, producer, and he ran a label. Like, legendary. He don't come outside that often. <laughs> I can't believe he showed up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. When they told me he was coming, I was like, come on, man. You're right. You, you're gonna catch his brother Derek outside talking more than you gonna catch him outside. They look just alike. You might think you're talking to Derek, to Smurf, but you're talking to Derek. You don't know the difference. <laughs> and that's happened. Exactly. But yeah. we have our, our big bro, our, the legend, A-Town legend, DJ Smurf, a.k.a. Mr. Collar Park in the house Ooh. of the Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But, but, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, man. man. I'm, I'm a fan already. Man, I appreciate that, man. Already. You know, we're just trying to make sure that, you know, tell the stories of, of our culture in a way that's not salacious. It's, it's resonating. Entertaining. Thank you, brother. It's resonating. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you coming. So I'm going to throw it to T. Let's go. All right. So like Ray said, you had kind of like three to four lives in this industry, right? So right. you started as a DJ. How, right. What was your biggest, like, shock transitioning from DJ to artist to producer? Like, what? It's, it's all a natural transition. It's like when one period is over, it tells you it's time to go to the next. So for me, it was not. Everything was natural. Like, as a DJ, when I saw the DJ for MC Shy D, who's one of the first artists here yep. out of the city, um, I started producing for him. Mm-hmm. And from that, me producing for him, that's how I got my first record deal. I just w- would mess around with music. And one of the few songs that I had went on a compilation, which got me uh, my first artist deal. Yep. So that was a natural. It ain't like I was out here looking for record deals and stuff like that. Uh, so let me go back. From a DJ to producing, my DJing led me to producing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was sampling records that I was DJing. Because mm, you did mixtapes type of right. stuff, right? Mixtapes. One of the first mixtape crews in, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't like to say the first because there's always somebody somewhere. <laughs> somebody going to argue but, that they was right, there first. Right, yep. right, right. right. So, but, but we was before Oomp Camp. Shouts out to Oomp. I need Oomp to show. That's my bro. I need Oomp on the show. He's yeah. a legend. They yeah. don't understand yeah. Oomp. We was before Jelly and uh, Oomp Camp. But, yeah. So, DJing, producing. Artist, I did four albums as an artist. DJ Smurf, that was my name back then, and then I uh, got my label. And then, yeah. so, so, forth, so, 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 so here's here's where I want to start. Um, the thing I, I was just thinking about you, and I was like, the thing about Smurf to me was, I can call you Smurf, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I know, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I know you, 
Kyler Parr, but I'm like, I always <laughs> call you Smurf. The thing about Smurf to me was that you always went left of center, right? So I give you an example. I don't think there were too many people who would have signed a soldier boy in the era of where he comes from, right? Right. You did, right? right. I don't think there are too many people who would have signed the Yin Yang twins. Like you basically found artists that were in their own lane or hell, you cur- you cut the lane out. What's your thought process? How do you think that other people, what do you, how about this? What the hell do you know that everybody else doesn't know? <laughs> I want to know. Thought process. Instinct, man. Mm. So so for me, I never signed an artist that came looking for a deal. Mm-hmm. So when I saw these artists, like take Yin Yang for instance. D-Rock was a solo artist. Yep. Right? D-Rock, he did Bankhead Bounce. Did Bankhead yeah. Bounce. Yep. Uh, Atlanta Booty Shake record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, uh, we, we'll talk about Yo, that we'll later. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, so D-Rock was a solo artist that Kane was helping write. Okay. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Kane was helping D-Rock work on some music for his project. Mm. That's how I met Kane. Yeah. So D-Rock was supposed to do a feature on one of my DJ Smurf albums. Mm. And the guy that his cousin was supposed to get on the record with him. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened, he didn't show up. Kane got wound up doing the record with him. And that was the first time they, you know, did the yin yang. So when I heard them together, I was like, yo, I don't know what y'all doing, but, but y'all need to do a group. Oh, wow. So if you look at my Dead Crunk album poster, it says introducing the yin yang twins. How they come up with the yin yang twins? I don't know. <laughs> to this day, <laughs> no I don't, you know, you ask them yeah. three different times, you get yeah. three different answers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, but that was the, the first time that they performed yeah. officially as the yin yang twins. They weren't even doing none of this stuff. It was player music, like yeah. what you, what, what yeah, we talked about. Exactly. It wasn't no twerk music yeah, at the time. So yeah, yeah. That was the introduction of, but when I heard them together on wax, I literally got chill bumps, mm. literally chill bumps. And I wish I had the record, man. It, it's mm. incredible to this day. A record called one-on-one. Look that up. Mm. Um, DJ Smurf featuring uh, yin yang twins. But when I heard it, so when Raheem put drama out with the yeah. left, right, left, left, right, yeah, yeah, our style of music was kind of phasing out. I was, I was about to say, bro, you're not giving yourself enough credit because booty shake music was gone, right? And it was like the player era where it was like the organization and right. you know Sammy Sam ride with some players and all right. those records, right? And out of nowhere, here comes whistle while you twist, That's right? And everybody's like, like it was almost <laughs> like, like I ain't gonna lie, I, I thought, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought. This is why I got to give you credit. I shit going to be here to go on tomorrow. Because right. it was kind of like in its own ecosystem. Right. But man, you took that shit. Well, I think for me, when I, when I, when I signed the group back then, um, I never tried to please everybody. Mm. It was a, a, a target audience that I would try to get. And believe you, believe me, I didn't know Yin Yang Twins would blow up the way they did. Right? Yeah, I got to be I'm honest. Glad I'm glad you said I'm like, bro. I, I'm going to be honest. So when we did Whistle While You Twerk, that was an Atlanta strip club song. Strictly for the strip clubs in Atlanta. 285. Yep. But that was big it. in New York, too. Like, I want to say, like, in high school, we were, like, acting up to that That's song. what I'm saying, though. Like, so, that but, made it to but, New York. Right. So but when we made it, if you listen to the lyrics, we literally just calling out strip girls clubs in Atlanta. City. Yeah. Shout out to the you girls in Magic City. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had no clue that it would jump across the country and wind up in L.A. Yeah. Because, you know, sound scan. We, we was like, well, well, how did it get way out there? So... It, it expanded. But the way I promoted that record, I remember dudes when I would pass out, I was passing out flyers and CDs and all that. They would throw the flyers down in my face. But I remember, I said, my promo technique for that, I, w- I gave 20 CDs to 20 dancers in every club in Atlanta. 
I said, I know women when, once they get once strippers get this record, yeah. they're gonna ride. And that was the promo plan. That's and right. I was right. So I knew I always know what women are niggas gonna follow. Mm-hmm. But what it, what 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 label did you put them out? Me. Through? No, I'm saying independent. Like, independent. So that was independent. That was Collie Park. Southern music distribution. Yes. Wow. I was over there. John was over there. Rashida was over there. Uh uh Luda was over there. Wow. I, I wanna say Troy was over there. Yeah. Miracle was over there, I wanna say. Everybody was over there. Yeah. And we would we would blow up and then go. We would have to Amazing. give him a cut. Yeah. We had to give him a cut. And that's what he fucked up. Uh, he got greedy. Mm. Shouts out to Mike Walker. <laughs> I never said his name publicly. You get it first. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. talked about um, trusting your instincts. But, like, when you're signing somebody like the Soldier Boys and the Yin Yang mm-hmm. Twins and everybody's looking at you crazy, how do you get the courage to still follow through with it? And, and it's then- not courage. I look at them like they're ignorant. Mm-hmm. They don't know what I know. Mm. So you laughing at me and I'm laughing back at you, but I'm just so not laughing, showing you it. You laughing to the bank. Right. Period. Right. So <laughs> even even with Soldier, I remember hearing people who I knew talking shit about yeah. Soldier. And um, but I already knew the fan base was there. Yeah. They didn't know that. They just saw some kid doing some shit. But his fan base was already massive. Yeah. So when we packaged it correctly and shot that video, I knew already before we were recouped before the album even came out. That's mm. crazy. Cause y'all, cause y'all did you what you did was I feel like Ying Yang, Soldier, even VIC, I feel like all those artists, when they first came out, I'm willing to bet <laughs> 85 to 90% of the population thought they were going to be a one-hit wonder. Right. And, and they still call them one-hit wonders just nah, out of, nah, nah. just because just it sounds. They're headlining the tour right now. They're on the screen tour right now. But I'm now. saying like, like, like Hurricane and yeah. Vic. You yeah, know, exactly. They, they all call these guys. Yeah, but but Vic hit. came out. You signed Vic to Silly. The dance flow Silly. He didn't. That, that wasn't even the deal. The song that got him the deal. It was a song called Riding Batman. Yes. A- and Get Silly was the second song they asked for. Yes, because we used to do talent shows back that yeah. day with him. So I remember. Yeah. I went to high school with Vic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't know that. Ba- he went to Bannock with me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He went to Bannock with me. So I went to school with Vic. <laughs> but Vic would do uh uh Silly, but Wobble comes out and. Don't Wobble sell like a half a million records a year or some shit like that? Like it's I don't know the exact numbers, but, but it's, it's it's still it's, good. It's, it's we, still going. You yeah, still yeah, making money yeah, from yeah, it. You yeah, ain't missing still, a meal. Yeah, nah, I ain't missing nothing. Crew's family is okay. <laughs> <laughs> we alright. We alright. Nah, yeah. the crew, I'm telling you, but yeah. all your stuff, it felt like here today, gone tomorrow. But you, was it like what were you thinking? Was it like, okay, whistle while you twerk? Like, even you said, I ain't gonna lie, we made this to 25. Then it takes off. So what are you thinking now? When it comes to like next record, like what are you thinking? Like it's, as a producer, as a producer, I'm, I'm, I've always not tried to please everybody. Mm. So it's like whatever on my own, that's what it's on. And if it's good, dope, yes, it's gonna sell. Yes. So when you when you hit the block with this with this uncut, yeah, you're gonna get rid of that first batch, and then it's just gonna keep going. Yes. That's the way it is with with anything. If you got good product, like this show. Yeah. You know, you serving. I I I tell everybody that. You serving an audience that's not being served. Yes. So it'll be so good and so potent. Yes. That, you know, the the interviews that you've done and the ones you got lined up, the audience is just going to keep going. Because they ain't got nowhere else to go get it. Yeah. And and I try try not to be salacious. I really, like, I was just telling somebody earlier, it's going to drop. I was telling somebody, I was like, dog, you don't even know you're the reason why we signed the Interscope. You the reason why we signed it. You don't even know. I don't. You called us the writer's song for Fergie. Okay. You sent us this beat, and you was like, "Hey," and it wasn't even you because you didn't even talk. Like you was just like, "I'm telling you, Derek was Derek. the one in the room. Yeah, Derek, Derek was in the room." Yeah, like, he's still like that. He's still. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, yeah, man, yeah, we yeah. just signed 
Interscope and this man Jimmy giving us the house. And if you were, <laughs> and y'all want to get in here, and you was like, man, they opened up the books to us, and we was writing the record for Fergie. Like, okay, it was like major to us too. Right, like, right, right, no doubt. You know, you had all the hits out. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. we writing the record for Fergie, and I'm like, dog. And then I was just telling Vince, I was like, yo, when Lil John and them came, y'all was at Warner, Akon came, and Akon was at Interscope. Right. And y'all was at Interscope, but y'all was like, I think just getting Vic going, and it so was like- Vic was at Warner, and, and Soldier was at Interscope. Exactly, but yeah. y'all just got, you. it was basically like you had a Vic at Warner, Soldier at Interscope, but y'all focus was Interscope. It yeah. was like yeah, Jimmy yeah, was yeah. cutting y'all checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. you already know. Yeah. So yeah. then we was like, and then you was like, hey, man, I'm going to tell y'all something. Hey, man, Jimmy. I was like, we sat down, was like, yo, fuck that. We got to right. go with Akon. And I remember I sat with Akon, because y'all y'all was just kind of like, we got Soldier coming. And I sat with Akon, I was like, yo, you going to take us to Jimmy? He's like, hell yeah, I got you. I'm going to take you right to Jimmy. <laughs> All right, we're going to sign with you. Get the deal done. That, right. And we didn't even ask for no advance at the time. Wow. We just wanted, to, we wanted him to take us right. to Jimmy. Right. And look how that worked out yeah. for us. But no doubt. You was the, y'all was the one that gave that to us. But I just, I'm just looking at you, and I'm like, like, I, first of all, I think you're too quiet. Mm-hmm. I think you're too quiet. I think that, I think that, for, let's be clear. A lot of shit you did still could work today. Mm-hmm. Nah, if somebody dropped the Whisper song and you never dropped the Whisper song, that shit would still be yeah. groundbreaking yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, and I, I will say this. I just argued with my man, Carl. <laughs> I told him, I honestly think the Whisper song is one of the top 10 greatest rap records ever made. And he looked at me crazy. Are you serious? And this is my man. Yeah, exactly. What makes you think that song right there? I said, dog, creatively, no record has ever been. That's oh, groundbreaking. Oh, creatively. I don't, I don't care. I don't care how much you thought you might have been above what Ying Yang was doing with Swahili Turk. When that came out, everybody had we, to respect it. We, we, so we were just creating. Yeah. Again, we weren't trying to please everybody. Exactly. When we went into recording mode, we were just being creative. But when it caught, because I want to never, it got, it got leaked. I want to hear the idea. I want to hear the creation. Y'all in the room. I want to hear, how did it go? Well, I okay. So I had the beat, and I was, Drop It Like It's Hot had just come out. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. a huge Pharrell fan. Yep. So when that beat came out, it fucked me up. All the little mouth sounds in the beat, all that shit was very minimalistic. So I was just fucking around with some shit at the crib. So we were in New York doing some shit, and uh, we were waiting on the car um, after we ate. And we just sitting there waiting on the car. And I, I said, hey, man, I, we just started talking. I said, man, I got this beat I did at the crib. It shit ain't got nothing in it, just blah, 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 blah. And I said, um, what would be cool if y'all, if we just did a whole song whispering? And so this was no beat. They hadn't even heard the beat yet. So I want to say Kane, they just started throwing ideas back yeah. and forth. And Kane said, where do you see my dick? <laughs> All the, the idea heard, hear the, beat the, yet. the idea of the song came with us waiting on the car and me just describing the beat. Fast forward, we were at the studio back here, the zone in Atlanta, waiting on Roy Jones to come to the studio with Mr. Magic, RP Mr. Magic. Yeah. Um, because he got in our what's happening video with Trick. Yeah. And for a swap out, we had to do a song for Mr. Magic. So yeah. they was coming to collect. Yeah. It was running late, it was raining. He done drove the rolls all the way from fucking Pensacola. So we waiting. And they getting antsy. So I say, I got that beat in the car. Exactly. So while we waiting on, on Magic and Roy, I get the, the beat CD out the car. And I bring it in. And the rest is history. Man, that's crazy. Recorded the record waiting on Roy to get in there. Was and what you hear, what you hear, no, the record that came out is just a two track off that CD. We didn't even bounce through. Why? I didn't even track the beat. Because it got leaked. 
Oh, and, and when it leaked, it caught so fast. Yeah. Hell, it wasn't number three sounds in it. Yeah. I was like, shit. The hardest part was mixing the vocals. Yeah. Shouts out to Joel for mixing that record, too. I'm a beat that pussy. I don't give a damn. I say, now I ain't going to be humble about that. That record right there uh, is, in my humble opinion, top 10. Did you think, did you think when you made it, this shit about to go crazy? I'm I'm a, I'm a DJ first, so I'm big on when the when that motherfucker drop. Yeah, the reaction of that, the yeah. response of when that beat drop. Yeah, what's the response? I've yeah. never seen a record when the beat drop react like that. To this day, I don't care, care where you at. Yeah. The first two bars of that, that doom doom doom, you gonna get ah, it yeah. might die down yeah, yeah, yeah. on the third yeah, bar, yeah, yeah. but the first two nah, bars. But, but the way they carried it though, the way I'm gonna beat that pussy yeah. like bam. And we and we we rebranded everything. That's when I became Mr. Kali Park yeah. from DJ Smart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I rebranded everything. That's when David Banner well, came to see you. Yeah. You did the record with yeah. Banner. Wasn't he trying to whisper on the record too? Yeah. Oh, he came like, yo, yeah. nigga, like, yo. <laughs> he, he the one that went public first saying Kali Park is responsible for this sound. Yeah. Because Yin Yang wouldn't say it. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't say it, but Banner went like on 106 and Park like, yo, Mr. Kali Park, this is his shit. That's crazy. So, yeah. That's crazy. So, and, okay, so now... When you go to Soldier, like that was to me, that's probably the first viral phenom in rap history, yeah, really, right? No doubt. He definitely you know how you know it's a viral phenom? The dance is hard as fuck to do. <laughs> right. It's like, dude, right. It's not dude. as easy. I still don't know that It's like, bro, I still don't know it. Right. All I know is Superman. Yeah. Like, so when you found that, how did you find that? What were you thinking? Did somebody bring it to you? Like, how did it go? Two people brought it to my attention, and I didn't get it until the second person. Okay. So I was taking a meeting in my office where y'all used to come, yeah. and um, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but he we, we he did an interview just like this. Yeah. And at the end, he was like, yo, you still looking for talent? And I was like, yeah, I'm always looking. He said, let me show you this thing, blah, blah, blah. And he showed me Soldier, But the music was so bad. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> the mix. It was the mix. The mix. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. It was just because he was recording in his bedroom yeah. and shit like that. Internet wasn't so what, what it is now. So what song did he play you? <laughs> so fat, I'm like, okay, cool. Blah, blah. <laughs> I ain't even. So then I got offered a position. I won't say with who or whatever. To to, I had my deal at Interscope, right? And somebody offered me a position. I'm like, man, I can't do that shit. I just got my job at Interscope. I mean, I just got my deal at Interscope. So I started just looking for talent. Yeah. So I would take meetings with people, like if I could sign some shit that yeah. I wouldn't sign at Interscope, yeah, just exactly. throw it over there. So, a D, shouts out to DJ Freddie Hydro. Um, he's the DJ that showed it to me the second time. And it was the same, same song. song. Bapes. I got me okay. some bathing names was I the song. <laughs> and when I heard that B, I was like, God damn, that's the same <laughs> shit. But, but before he played it, he set it up. He's like, yo, he played me a couple of things. But before he played that, he said, yo, I'm about to play this for you. I'm going to tell you now. It ain't don't sound like much. But he said, but when I play this shit for the kids, they go fucking crazy. I didn't know what it was. When he hit play, I said, oh shit, that's the same shit. Old boy played. Yeah. So that's when I went back and started looking at it. Mm. And when when I saw, he was already traveling and touring. Mm. He had a schedule on so um, MySpace. Oh, wow. He, he, <laughs> not only that. Oh, how old was he at the time? 16. Wow. And he had his dates on, on the thing. <laughs> and shit was legit. <laughs> so, so... <laughs> So when I started looking, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I ain't never seen no shit like this. <laughs> so I started going through the MySpace, and he had pictures up of fans. Now, it's common now. Yeah. But back then, I had never seen no shit like this. Yeah. I remember this one picture when I knew I had to do it. 
he had a picture of these two white girls that drew I love Soldier Boy in the sand on the beach. Mm-hmm. I said, what? I'm, I'm on a plane. <laughs> I'm on a plane. So that Where you had to fly to. Uh, I had to fly into Memphis and drive to Batesville, Mississippi, because he was staying with his dad in Batesville, Mississippi. Yeah. So you drive but to the house. Superman wasn't the song that made me know the talent was there. Yeah. I heard the songs. I didn't really take them serious, but when I heard Yah, bitch, Yah, yeah. it's Yah trick, Yah now. Y'all he was a little y'all. vulgar. Little, the, yeah. the nigga y'all know now, yeah. that, was, that was the nigga I found, yeah, but exactly. we cleaned it up. Yeah. To me, for a 16-year-old to write a song like that, that's when I knew something was different. Yeah. So I signed him off to all this other shit, but I knew there was something there yeah. off the y'all bitch, y'all. Because I remember when he first got signed, DJ Mormile mm-hmm. uh, at Interscope was like, this kid is going to be huge. And I remember, you know, from Atlanta, you get a, a viral song mm-hmm. every week in Atlanta. Back then, like, mm-hmm. whether it's white tea or it's, mm-hmm. it's black tea, it's going to be a viral record. So I remember thinking, like, this wasn't the same. Like, I don't know if this going to be. And he was like, this kid is going to be humongous. And I was like thinking like, and then he played y'all trick y'all, and I was like, really? But you know, it was, it was bigger than music. Yeah, it was. So big. you didn't think Soldier Boy no. was gonna go in the big No, no, I, I love so I love you. Even now, I still don't like y'all trick y'all. But okay, so in, in the music business, people tend to tell you like who's coming. So I'll give you an example. When Racks on Racks dropped, and remember it was YC and Future, right, right. and everybody in the streets was like, "Yo, Future, it's YC record, Future. but the nigga on the hook, Future." He next. Yeah. So in our business, so by the way, don't, don't think that niggas be sitting around. Niggas be measuring how far something's going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, if somebody in the building is saying, man, this kid Soulja Boy, one hit wonder, we're going to treat it like a one hit one. Right. I worked at a record mm-hmm. label. I know how when we right. sign, when you sign something, you're like, yo, get this on. Right. That's, that's kind of cold word for like, man, fuck him. Get out, get, make that money off the record. Right. Soulja Boy, they was like, he's going to be big. And I'm like, he? But let me tell you why, though. Why, why he believed. First of all, Interscope wasn't known for signing no real Southern shit. Nope. The, the only thing they had that I know of was uh, Polo and them, Jim Crow. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I knew I was walking in the door with some real Southern. So the way I judge how authentic my Southern shit is is when it make niggas who ain't from Atlanta turn their nose. Mm. Yin-Yang twins. Lil John, Soldier. Mm. So that kind of Southern shit. Not the Jim Crow because that's yeah. kind of that, that, polished. That was universal. Yeah, it was yeah. polished. No, I had some real Southern shit. So what I did, I flew into uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. I, had, I made them set up the, the projector and all that. The whole company, the whole staff, I made them sit in the room and watch the MySpace. I took them through everything. Yeah. I showed them the glasses with, yeah. the, with the white out on it, yeah. the rubber band chains. And I showed them from a marketing perspective. Because I knew they weren't going to get the music. I knew they weren't going to get that. So, but it's bigger than that. So yeah. when I showed them all that shit, they believed. My nigga. <laughs> I, I got it because I feel like I'm I just love the stories because it feels like sometimes it feels like it was a mistake. And that's that's kind of why I started talking because I was mm-hmm. like, nah, it's really geniuses out here. Yeah. Like it's motherfuckers that right. understand. So even how you said, I know they won't get the music, but, but the I knew they was going to get the market. Yeah, when I showed it. That's yeah. genius because mm-hmm. most people don't even think on that level. They just think like, man. Y'all gotta love this. You didn't force down the throat what you didn't think they could get. You right. forced down their throat what you knew they can get. So they saw him as almost like a cartoon character, right. a toy that you can sell items for. And right. Yeah. Right. That's brilliant. Yeah. What's the Appreciate most it. recent artist you signed? And wait, I haven't signed an artist in, in, in a minute simply because for me, I'm a music guy. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not a. It's funny to be responsible for soldier. No, I'm about to say you. You don't say uh, right. you. Yeah, you yeah, did no, no, but listen, yeah. but listen. But there, there was still a music a- element yes. to it. Now it, there's for me is no mu- the music element is in the back seat. Yeah. Mm. And I my my brain can't function like that. Yeah. Like I'm a music guy first, and so it it doesn't. What do you think is to blame for music being in the back seat now? What well, we started. I mean, we started that shit. You start, yeah, we yeah. started that I, shit. Look, I'm doing. I'm pointing at you. Right. <laughs> hey, nigga, you better I, take hey, some ownership. Right. No, no, no. We and, and I said when I saw the Grammys with the with the hip hop shit. Yeah. And so I saw this whole they 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 condensed 50 years yeah. into 14 minutes. Or yeah. However, and I'm like, I'm looking at the shit, and then I see little baby. Yeah. Which I understand because that's what hip hop is yeah. now. Yeah. But I said when you jump from way back where they were to little baby, how do you not have soldier on that yeah. stage? Exactly. Because. Everything in hip hop or music. And they would I was there. They would have lost their goddamn mind if that mm-hmm. bruh. Doom, doom, doom. Bruh. Because everything that we know about marketing music right now yeah. started then. Yeah. So if you're gonna love you, you say he the first. He, he, he like to say he the first. Hey bruh. He's gonna love you. And, I, and I'm the first one to sign it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. So so I mean, you know, that's we're we're responsible for it, but again. I've always maintained a music element. Like we sold a bunch of records. Yeah, we sold a bunch of records. Yeah, so we were the first people yeah. to sell, hit that three million mark on on yeah. iTunes. Yeah, okay. so we were transitioning into the digital downloads mm-hmm. at that time. So ringtones, right? Oh, we were coming. So we got the last of that ringtone money yeah. and the first of the digital money. Yeah, the digital yeah. download money. So so when I think about where music is now, um, and where it's gone in the last ten years, like you can't you can't. You can't do no shit like that without putting soldier in it, right? You can't. And I, I and I, I'm I, not saying that if I was talk, on the outside you looking in, can't talk southern music without talking about you. I appreciate I'm, I'm, that. No, no, I'm glad you said that because you just said southern music wasn't really respected in a lot of ways in these other markets. Like, what's your opinion? First of all, how do you feel about how the world has now basically all became southern music in a lot of ways? How do you how do you feel about that? I loved it at first. Okay, but now it's fucked up the dynamic of music. Cause mm. everybody's doing the same shit. Yeah, I can't tell if a New Yorker is from Bankhead now. Yeah, all yeah. that shit sound the same. Yeah, so in that respect, it's like we fought so hard to get here. South has something to say, right? Yeah, and but once we got here, we hit too hard. Yeah, like you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we went too hard. So now everybody's in on it. You, you know said I mean? before, like Atlanta is the New York of music, and now it's like Atlanta is the Atlanta of music. Yeah. Like, it's oh, made its own place. I'm going to tell you a funny argument I had. By the way, this is just, a, this is funny. So I used to have arguments with New York niggas. Because okay. my, my, my best friend, my best friend, Boo Man, nigga, okay. his favorite rapper of all time is Kilo. No nigga like, <laughs> no, it's Kilo than Tupac. Okay. No, wow. Nigga, no nigga like. That's hard. So, and also, Boo Man will listen to Ying Yang Twins over Wu-Tang. Okay. Right? Okay. So I would be in New York and I'm like, man, there's some niggas in the South that like Ying Yang over Wu Tang. Don't you ever say that. <laughs> Don't you ever mention those names together. I'm like, that's why Atlanta wins. Right. Because y'all so arrogant that y'all mm-hmm. don't think that nobody can be on your level. And now here they come skeeting past you. Yep. Skeet, 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 yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> All they skeeting past you. Right. Why? Because they didn't even, they was just happy to be at the table and y'all felt like y'all owned the table. And I, I think that that's one of the things that made Atlanta different. Atlanta, didn't care who acknowledged that. Right. Like, nigga, I know Smurf records. 
if I don't give a fuck if you was in Mississippi, you know it. I take pride in Smurf. The way right. a West Coast nigga might take pride in uh uh Mac West, Dre, somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I don't get that, but they right. get it. So right. I just feel like so I I was really just saying that to say that Atlanta has always been the shit and never cared what the world think. And I think that once the world started caring and we started sniffing ourselves, I don't think it's good that everybody sound like us. I don't either. Because as so, like you just said, I might not even know the difference between uh, somebody from Bankhead and somebody from New York City. Right. Because they all rapping on the same beats. They all... They, they even... The way they, the dialect now, yeah. they copying the way we speak. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know you say all your syllables and exactly, shit. Come exactly. on, man. It's to cut exactly. that shit out. Duh. Duh. I tell people, I'm like, hey, bro, I want y'all to do me a favor. I want y'all to go look up. Drake has a song. His first song that he put out was a song called Replacement Girl. Mm-hmm. And Love he rapped girl. like, let me tell you about the girls from the bottom of the map. And then when he came back and said, you the best I ever had, best I ever had. No, you got a room. Like he sounded like a southern dude. And that's when it took off. Jay-Z became a superstar when he embraced the South. He actually won a record and said that. No, he no, Jay-Z, remember, Jay-Z first major hit was bounce with me, with me, with me. Niggas in the New right. York wasn't bouncing. Yeah, yeah you right. That was a South thing. Yeah, he, yeah, Jay-Z yeah. won a record, said that. I became who I became when I embraced the bounce. Period. I'm not, I'm not, first of all, you know, I love Hove. He's the greatest rapper of all time, but he did say that. So I just feel like, you know, I just feel like our sauce was just so universal that everybody could have it and eat it. And once they start eating it and we just so happy. But you, you know, what's amazing. It's, 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 it's that home cooking Southern hospitality that we put into the music. Um, when I, when I look at the catalog that, that, that I built, um, the way it aged over time. Yeah. My records get played in the club every and weekend. Bu- and I'm pretty sure you get a clear sample <laughs> yeah. every month. Yeah. Yeah. At least. B- but the love that we put into the, to that music bec- as the underdogs. But I'm glad you said that. So this is the thing I love about what we're doing is that when you, New York hip hop, when you made New York hip hop, you felt like we are the Bible. You've never heard yeah. a Southern person say that's not real hip hop. You've that's never a, heard a person a in the South one. say, that's not real hip-hop. The term, that's not real hip-hop, comes from the East Coast. That's because they were arrogant enough to believe that we set the table. Right. But they bitches was dancing to our shit. And you know how like, I told my son when he went to college. <laughs> I think it's because y'all, y'all music feels different. Like, it's easy to I digest. Was, yeah. it, it doesn't take no thought. And like, don't get me fun. wrong. I'm pretty sure when the Wu-Tang was writing their shit, it was a lot of geniuses, a <laughs> lot of drugs, a <laughs> lot of, you're your cerebral cortex. <laughs> it was like, I'm pretty sure it was that. Yeah. But, hey, just the way you can make that, you can make whistle while you twerk. Right. And sell right. just as many records. Right. I'm not here to say, it's, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it, it is all art, but... It all made the same amount of money. It made yeah. green money. Yeah. It did, period, right now. Yeah. Right. I just had to right. say that. You know, and even as a fan, you know, you grow up fans of East Coast music. And when you realize that your shit means just as much to somebody as they shit did or does, it's, a, it's amazing. It's, it, it, that's humbling to me because we grew up the hip-hop. And let me East tell you Coast something that you don't know. Let me tell you something. On his song, he has a lyric. On his song, he has a song with a part of the song where he's spitting. Dun, 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 dun. And then the dude said, hey, Smurf, this ain't no hip-hop song. 
Wow. <laughs> Come on. This man knows Cooley everything. Coolie, see him, Coolie. All right, Coolie. Hey, this ain't I no hip-hop song, Oolah. And then you went right back yeah. to the Southern yeah. shit. Yeah. You were spitting yeah. on the rapper, and then you yeah. was like, this ain't no hip-hop song. Yeah. And you went, we knew we wasn't, right. we knew right. we wasn't for them. Right, right. We knew it. <laughs> Kudos to you, nigga, for digging that up. <laughs> Ray knows everything. Bro, he has I'm like a, a hip-hop I'm a, computer I'm a historian. I love this shit, and it raised me. Right. I had, before I had a dad in the house telling me what a man was about, I learned... I was raised by Hove. I was raised by this shit. This was the shit had more influence on my life. than I told Master P, I'm like, you had more influence on my life from 14 to 17 than any human. Wow. That's nigga, real like, shit, though. That's real shit, though, yeah, nigga. Every shit. nigga wanted to be a no-limit soldier because yeah. of you. Like, nigga, this was, we was on islands by ourselves. It's living funny, this that, shit. that era that you, now that you say that, yeah. when I first started working with Yin Yang, they would jump in the car with the CD uh, yeah. books. Yeah. Oh, Flipping the books no. over. All no limit, nigga. Don't all no don't, limit. Don't 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 don't. And then what? cash money. What? Yep, bro. That era. Bro, bro, yep. I'm saying that raised us. You didn't, you gotta understand something. Now we at a, a time, point in time where people talking to men and investing in mental health. Back then, nobody mm-hmm. talked to young black Back. niggas. Right. Only the people that talked to us was rappers. Yep. Those mm-hmm. are people that made us. Too short is the reason why I wanted to get girls. <laughs> Dog, I remember being Rich fucking it. 14 here and too short rap about, you know, like being a player. Like, right. that's why I went. I remember when I first got my heart broke, I was 16. I thought about too short. I didn't have a dad that's to call dope. and say, Dad, this girl broke wow. my heart. Wow, I thought man. about too short. And too short was like, hey, nigga, be a player. Get your money. Right. Like, and I remember that's the type of shit. Those are the <laughs> niggas whose voice was in my head. That's so I remember shit. I got hurt. I was like. See, I, cried, I, I, I was like, I got to be a player about he this He said he was Southern nigga, but I was listening to JT show. Money, Poison Clan. Yeah. Put shit that past no hoe. <laughs> that was a whole other level. By the way, shout out to JT Money. He right. DM me like, I love the show. I'm like, yeah. nigga, I'm like, hey, bro. But I, I grew up on this shit, and y'all niggas raised us, and y'all let us see the impossible as possible. Right. Like, not no disrespect to D-Rock and, and, and the Yang Twins um, and Kane. No disrespect to them. But if it wasn't for hip-hop, what would those guys be? You know what I'm trying to say? Right. Like, yeah. rap was our way out, bro. Yeah, for a lot, for, 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 for most, a lot of for us. For most of the people who are in it, that's yeah, the that's it the was story. our way out. Like, yeah. what the fuck was I going to be, selling cars yeah. or selling music, yeah. you know? And so yeah. I just, I just, to me, this is about letting people like yourself know you are a whole hero out here. So don't be quiet. Don't be quiet. Well, you, you, you got to understand for me the span of my career. Yeah. I started DJing in the, in the late 80s. Yeah. We're in 2023 right now. Yeah. So I came into this shit for the love of the music. Yes. Not for this. It wasn't about that. Yeah. I don't come from not being quiet. But like my man Cooley C sitting over there. We don't come he, from that. I'm in the room, this dude, and he tells you me what he did. I'm like, what? We don't come. But what did I say to him? I said, Cooley C, you got to talk. Because because this is what I believe. There are people right now that are getting paid to be you. Yeah. There are people right now that is playing you that are getting paid. And when I realized that there was people out there playing me, like, you don't even you ain't even make no money in the music business. <laughs> right, right. How are you out here telling people how to make money in the music business? Right. So I read a book. I read this book, and it's called Changed My Life. It's called 17 Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. I, I never met the man, but I'll tell you, that book changed my entire being as a human being. But he says something in the book. He said, because he coaches you how to be a millionaire, he says, I was a millionaire before this book. Now, there are some people out here that are becoming millionaires by keep coaching you how to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. They never built nothing. They're building themselves, and that's what they're doing. So I always took that into mind, like, man, I can't talk unless I earn. Like, bro, you a whole Southern legend. Well, we don't hear your stories. There's a kid from College Park that needs to know that you exist. Right. Because, bro, like, 
I'm my girl, my girl get mad at me about, about that all the time. I'm, it's, 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 and it's to a fault. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it's for the reason why you saying it. I don't like to see niggas popping who haven't earned the right. That's my, but you pop. have though. So hear me out. Um, I've always, I get satisfaction in other ways. And, and, and it's, it's bad. The fact that the kid in college park don't know he got these heroes nah, right bro. down the street. I didn't even that. know Cameo was lived in Camelot. I didn't need to tell you. I'm trying to say until Vince <laughs> right. told us. But, right. but, but I'm telling you, okay, so I lived in New York till I was 12. And the one thing that I remember about New York, oh, you can make a face to me. The one thing I remember <laughs> about New York was, was that hip hop lineage was all around us. So right. we felt like, I lived, I remember this guy named Tim Dog dropped a song called Fuck Compton. Fuck, fuck Compton. Nigga. Mm-hmm. I, that, was, my DJ that was a response. Yeah. Because Compton was winning. It, he didn't have nothing to do with Compton. Right. It was just right. some niggas from the West Coast made hip-hop. Right. And you and New York fuck felt like, shit. we are hip-hop. So he's right. like, fuck Compton. Like, nigga, he lived across the street from me. Yeah, so you got to wow. remember. So you got to remember, I grew up, dog. When he made the song, he lived across yes. the street from me? Wow. Because hip-hop was making the money I used to play the hell out there, record. Everybody's <laughs> playing that. But my point is, is this, is that when, you, when I grew up, EPMD shot the scene from Juice. Right, right around, right up the street from my middle school. I remember running up to the to the Blue Flame Lounge to get an autograph from EPMD and that scene they did in Juice. Point is, is that we were surrounded by it. Yeah. So we felt like it was ours. Yeah. We're surrounded by it now. You know how many people I go in the room and I meet people that that come to me and this artist and I'm like, Yo, where you from? They're like Atlanta. And I'm like, oh, Okay, cool. What part? Atlanta. I'm like, <laughs> I'm from Atlanta. You right. from Atlanta? Yeah, I'm from College Park, Old National. What? Oh, I'm from goddamn da da da. Right. It's like nigga, I'm just like I'm from where you from, nigga. Right. I just, but that feels impossible to them. Right. It's like they think they can rap. They think, but dog, how many people like everybody want to be yin yang? Everybody want to be baby. Everybody want to be these dudes. But how many dudes would want to be you, Javon Stevens, Dallas Austin? If they knew, dog, Dallas Austin mm-hmm. is from College Park, lived there, and made ABC, made Boys the Men, made Madonna. Like, bruh, right. that's right around the, when you right. hear that's right around the corner from where you grew right. up. It's like. Right. That shit possible. And it's crazy now that so much time has passed that people don't even know I signed Soldier. That's why I brought even, it up. Even that. I they think Soldier Boy came out, out out of nowhere. That, but that's why I brought right. it up because if I didn't say that, you would have never said I it. I wouldn't have said it. That's my You're point. Right. And for right. me, this is a I'm gonna try to take that from this this yeah, this conversation. Nah, bro, because it's not like it's not like it's like, bro, if you go to my 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 Instagram page, I got a lot of videos, but I have one video pinned of me showing the plaques that I got in my house. And that's not to show off. That's just because I know that people are going to come to my page and say, who is this nigga and mm-hmm. what is he talking about? Yep. And I'm like, motherfucker, let me show you. Right. Let me show you. I just, we, I ain't in this shit. We just won best record of the year at the Grammys. Right. For the Lizzo about damn time. So I'm not like right. a, Pop I, it, nigga. Pop like, it. No, I'm yeah. just saying, I'm not like, like, you know that, remember that commercial? I'm not only the president. <laughs> I'm, not only, I'm a, also a client. Right. Nigga, I'm a, I'm, I'm benefiting from what I'm saying. Right. I'm benefiting from what I'm saying. Right. So nigga, why wouldn't you listen to me rather than somebody else who's trying to sell you the dream? Right. But they really trying to sell it, dog. We ain't made, I ain't made a dollar from the show. I ain't made a dollar from this. This was a, a social experiment. And, but what I did say was the show is called The God Show. God's is an acronym for goats and underdogs. Because I'm like, nigga, we need to start ta- having niggas talking. I right. need niggas to know who niggas is out here. Right. Like, and nigga, if you see a nigga like me 
And I'm praising, and I like I remember coming to your office like, man, these niggas get us goddamn check. <laughs> hey man, whatever them niggas tell you to do, man, you better listen to right. them niggas. I remember that. And you probably don't even care. Right. You probably just another you know, day. You know in the what's office. crazy? What's crazy is a lot of people came through that office that I, that I don't remember came through that are now doing shit. Bro, that's my point. Yeah. But imagine, imagine how many motherfuckers you would have doing shit if they knew you did shit. Like, right. like Tam- Tamira asked you, did you sign talent? You know why I asked you that? Because I know you at with it. You waiting for somebody or something to inspire you. Right. You waiting for you, somebody. You, you already, I, already know. I already know. You already know. But it also is like, nigga, how are you going to, how is somebody going to inspire, be inspired by you, look for you, if they don't even know what you did? Nigga, it's a kid right now. Dog, do you remember when L.A. Reid took over Def Jam? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when L.A. Reid took over Def Jam, you know who was the happiest artist at Def Jam? Kanye West. Kanye tells a story. Yes, you know what he said? He said, L.A. will get me. Because he got Andre 3000. Mm. That was, so for me, it's oh, wow. like. That was a connect. That was a connect. So yeah. artists out here are like, man, I feel like I can be, I feel like, like, you know who's the 2023 Soldier Boy? Lil Yachty. He's like a cartoon character. He's like fun. He's making music that older people don't get, don't even want to get. Right. But he's talking directly to an audience. And that's why it's working. But there's a kid out there who feel like I could do a Soldier Boy did. And who better to introduce it to the world than you? Right. And I feel like I feel like Atlanta's only problem to me is is that we are too humble. You're right. I man, I, I probably hear that more than anybody. Bruh, other I, other than Cooley. Nah, no, that's what I'm saying. Atlanta problem is that we too humble, bro. We too we just happy to be seen. When nigga said the South got something to say, nigga, I remember being there. I remember watching the Source Awards, nigga, seeing Gip on stage behind Andre. He had on a black shirt, nigga, behind Andre 3000. And when that nigga said, the South got something to say, nigga, me and my friends were six years old watching the Source Awards. <laughs> Everybody like jumped up, night, nigga. And nigga yeah, like, nigga. hell yeah, we got <laughs> something to say. <laughs> nigga, we on the map. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But nigga, that, be honest with you, out of everything Outkast did, that was probably the most memorable moment in the South. Yeah. Because that was a no moment doubt. where he said, we here and we ain't going no fucking way. Now, imagine if our heroes, like, it's like, we just almost feel like we don't have the audacity to speak about our shit. Cause I don't feel like that. Nigga, you need to talk. I, I don't feel like that. I'm just, well, what I was trying to tell you, I don't come from that era. I just don't. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a new era from where it started. I come from where it started for here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it wasn't about all of that shit back then. Now, if you're still trying to be out here with it, you have to. You can't exist in this game now. Yep. Without opening your fucking mouth. Because exactly. you gotta be, you gotta do shit like this. You hey gotta man, you content, gotta... all this shit. So that's just not where I am right now. Go ahead. So I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not disagreeing you know, with you. you let's look at let's look at Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy is just as big as a personality right. as he is his music. Ain't got shit to do with the music. Dog, if you look at the new music business, you have you have like, that's why I did this. Because I, I ain't going to lie. I don't have so many niggas come sit in my office, get game, leave, and don't shout a nigga out. <laughs> Bitch, I'm going to start talking now. Fuck that. Because I told you that. And you, you know, I right. get it. You don't want to tell right. a nigga that I taught you. I get it. Okay, cool. You want to be your own hero. Right. But for me, it was like, bruh, if, Ray, ain't nobody going to know what you know if you don't say it. Right. Like, dog, like, you literally are a whole entire machine. And you just really waiting to be inspired. And I really believe after this interview and we release it the way we release it, there's going to be niggas in your DM like, damn, oh, yeah. I didn't know the fuck you was. I know you did that. You can help me. And you, the flip side of that, nigga, when, the way we shot the crank that video, mm-hmm. how it showed me finding soldiers, going to the house and signing the nigga, 
I couldn't walk to the mailbox, nigga, without 20 niggas asking for a record oh, deal. Wow. Yeah. And I just got so burnt out with that shit. Of course. I now, got so the burnt. Thing. Now they're going to ask you on the phone. They're not going to ask you. That's the right, best part. Right, 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 right. There's some niggas that's going to be intrusive as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to DM you. Hey, man, you ain't get that shit I sent you. <laughs> hey, man, I saw you read my shit, man. Yeah, you ain't get yeah, it. There's right. going to be a lot of right, that. Right, right, right. Man, you can just put the fucking phone down on the not the <laughs> You know, you couldn't do that at your house. Like, right, nigga, not right. But that, that's the other side of it, yeah. though. Nigga, I was like, damn, I didn't know this shit was going to work like that. Yeah. So it's it's just a combination of just doing this shit for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? And seeing it go from niggas not fucking with it to now sit back like a proud daddy or granddaddy and watch this shit. I'm about to put you on the spot. I'm about to put you on the spot. Okay, right, well, put me on the spot, I'm my nigga. Put the spot. Right. There, in Atlanta right now, now, I'm not going to ask you yet about how you feel about the Atlanta music scene, but if there's an artist in Atlanta right now that you are looking for, tell me the qualities that that artist has. For, for you to get out and say, so, oh, I'm going to get so, back and do this the way so, I want to so do So for it. me, so for me... And it might not be a sound. It could just no, be it's a not, personality. It's, no, it's, it's, it's for me to see somebody doing something that ain't nobody else doing. That's his... It starts there for me, because that's that's what makes me. <laughs> that's what makes me say, "Oh shit, oh shit." You know what I mean? That's so you, where it so starts if you're a for kid me. Out there doing music, and you feel like nobody gets you. Hit this man. So because when everybody else come, hey man, sign me. I got the hottest shit. I got the dance. Now we done already did that. And I'd yeah. be like, oh fuck, yeah. But when the nigga come, he ain't even asking me to look. He just doing some shit, and I'm yeah. like. I ain't never see that before. You see that shit right, right. There? Exactly. It, uh, that's how know. That, that's how it works for me. Yeah. Again, nobody would assign Yin Yang twins. Nobody. But when I heard them on the record together, that's all it took. Yeah. They weren't even a group. Mm-mm. So I told them like, nigga. Yeah. So <laughs> that that's that's how I work. I yeah. can't speak for nobody else. Yeah. It's the sh- I don't even know I like it till I like it. Yeah. So I can't tell you what that is. Yeah. You have to show me. Yeah. Just by doing you. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Like, so basically, if you're out there, do your shit, but DM him. Send him your shit. <laughs> I appreciate it. Don't that DM him and say, he check about, me out, he though. He's about to push me back in the Send water. Send him nigga. your shit. Nah, because, bro, you made shit that nobody else can make. Right. That means that you are a chef that understands recipes that nobody else understands. That means that. Now, here's the next question. How do you feel about Atlanta's current state of music? Stagnant. I'm glad. I, how did I know he was going to say that? Because you done said it? No, no. Because I I know what he's thinking. Stagnant. Now, guess what? This is the one time where you have to take responsibility. Because you are a guy that has shown he can push the culture forward. Right. So if it's stagnant, that, that, and to me, I feel like the biggest issue we have in right now in our culture is that, okay, so I think we're in a great time, right? Because the way I grew up, my mom listened to Luther Vandross, like, I listen to hip hop, but my mom listened to Freddie Jackson and Stephanie Mills. That's right. me and my mom wasn't listening to the same artists. Right today, we are. Me and my kid, my kid knows Drake music. Like I know Drake music. Now right. don't get me wrong; he might not know some shit that I don't know, and I know some shit that he don't know. Right. But that that middle slab of artists, Little Raymond, know baby, little baby records the way I know it. He know Kendrick records the way I know it, which means that we're in the first time in life that our kids and us are growing up. On the same shit. We're, the parents and the kids are listening to the same shit. Right. Which means this is when hip hop was out, my mom couldn't tell me that Rakim shit is not good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right, right. You can actually tell somebody that. Right. Like, nigga, your axe is still torn right now. Right. So why wouldn't you be the nigga in the room saying, so, that shit so, y'all doing is dope, push it forward? I, I like what Jimmy and, 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 
how they did us, that's where I feel like I would want to go next. Got you. Because it's still a young man's game. Okay. When you say how so, they did us, what? Oh, shit. Damn, just walk on. Southern hospitality. Let's go. <laughs> Got so, you. I'm sorry, you asked the question? I said, when you say how they did us, what do you mean? Well, they, Jimmy's an uh, old white guy sitting in, the, in, in his house and in the office. And, I'm glad and, you said and, that. You know, I know where you're going. But what made him the shit, number one, he's a music guy. First. That's what First. made me go to Interscope because I, I had a bit more going on. So yeah. out of all the people I sat with, Jimmy was, and, and he housed all the geniuses that I looked up to. So it, it, showed, it showed me that it wasn't a mistake. Mm. A music guy fucked with real music people. Yes. So I said, this is where I need to be. Yeah. But what, he, what made him the shit was that he was smart enough to know he ain't know no more. I, okay, so I'm going to tell you a funny story. And he in the room. I don't know if he said a story, but L.A. Reid tells me, first of all, you know he had to see Outkast three times. Okay. Oh, he signed him. Oh, wow. I didn't no, know that. You, you know, he three times. But he told me, he said, after Outkast worked, he said, Rico Wade came to him with Goody Mob. And he said, they was all in the room, and they was playing Goody Mob music, and he was like, man, they were so goddamn excited <laughs> in there. <laughs> they were so excited. I was like, right. do it. Go do it. <laughs> right, he said, right. right when they left, I was like, I don't know what it was. Right. I can't understand it the way they did. But it's not for me to understand. Right. right. But it's also for him to say, Yo, try that. Yo, that's a great song right there. That dude, exactly. And that's what and but that's what we have to do. So to me, that's the next transition. We went looking from the when I think about the first budgets I got, hey, we we spin that fucking off now. Yeah. I'm talking about the budgets that we yeah. were going to get for when we, when we would go bragging, we got a deal, dog. If you looked at them checks now, you'd be like, oh shit, that wasn't no money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? But unless you it shows you that. And a lot of these cats that got signed, they got signed off these startup deals or whatever. Yes. Um, but it's from people who were at the level they knew they didn't know, but they were empowering other people. Yeah. So for me, it ain't me going to sign an artist directly. It's I want to find the next me. Mm. There oh, it is. Like so that. now we know what you're looking for. Yeah. You're looking for the next. I don't smirk want a man to help I, him. I ain't gonna tell. You, I ain't gonna tell my age. But <laughs> it's okay. It's 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 a young man's game, bruh, and I bruh. understand it. And I never want to be the old nigga still trying to be bruh, cool. But let me tell you something though. That's a hip hop thing. That's a hip hop thing. Well, that's a hip hop thing. It, it, it is to a certain extent. It is to a certain okay. extent. Yeah. When I'm talking about the, the the viable shit that's relevant, like we all can still tour and do all that kind of shit. But I'm saying, as far as new acts, I want to tell you something though. I, I learned this lesson. And what you got, I'm gonna just, if there's one thing you take from me in this interview, I want you to remember this. Everybody in this room, you are either, to, in our culture, you're either goal, the goal or you or you in the way. That's just the way to work life works. Right. Either you're the goal or you're in the way. Right. And I'm telling you right now, you're the goal. Period. Family, kids in college, doing good. Right. Got your money coming in, samples record, living good. You ain't got to worry about nobody shooting at you, none of that mm -hmm. shit. You right. are the fucking goal. So when right. I meet these little young niggas and I'm trying to work with them, I, I'm like, bro, I'm the goal. Right. I'm a millionaire. I take care of my mom. I take care of my family. I smile every day. My kids love me. I'm the motherfucking goal. Right. So let me show you how to get here better than me. Right. And not only that, I don't need you. Right. So I'm here to help. Once you set that tone, they want you. Mm -hmm. These young niggas are just afraid that you need, that you're trying to get in their pocket. Yeah. Right. When you really need to be showing them, we never, you ain't look at Jimmy that way, this old man trying to get in my pocket. Right. You look at him like, this motherfucker going that's to a, that's a other. That's the other thing Jimmy did that a lot of other people didn't do he wanted to get rich with you that's my point and i think you would do too though so but but that's what i'm saying i want to empower 
the next. Yeah. I ain't trying to get out here and sign these little niggas. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Yeah. I, that ain't my, my passion. Mm-hmm. But I would like to, Help. you know, be a platform for somebody yeah, but else that, to do but it. You, but you could also, that story that you just gave us about walking Soldier Boy in the Interscope office saying, very important, I know they're not going to get the music. But they'll get the marketing. That's right. important. Bro, let me tell you something. People don't understand that those little nuances right. are the little things that happen that make you see somebody go from fucking zero to 40. I'll tell you something else I used to do. Tell me. Since we talking. Tell you, me. You, you, you the home team. Man. Tell me. So now, um, I don't know if y'all seen this little video going around about the girl talking about yin-yang twins now. Uh, 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 giving them their flowers. This yep. is a girl, it's a video going around everywhere. I, uh, Ten people done sent me this video. Yep. So a lot of people didn't know about Yin Yang's uh, physical disabilities. Yes. Right? So nobody knew, right? Uh, I'm That's reading the thing. comments. I didn't want to bring that up, but... No, no, it's out she there. She probably don't even know. I have no clue what we So uh, D-Rock has a uh, deformed hand, and yeah, then yeah, Kane has That's cerebral cool. palsy. And yeah, Kane walks with a limp. And so, so we did a deal with Koch. We did a deal with uh, uh, Universal. Mm-hmm. We did a deal with TVT. Mm-hmm. I will all but close those deals without them meeting the group. Of course. Oh. Intentionally. Mm. So by the time they walked in the room, we was just there to sign the, the paper, exactly. paperwork. But I knew if I tried to sell them on the shit off the rip, ain't no way in the hell they're going to do this deal. That's a... And I didn't want to bring that up because obviously I don't want to be disrespectful. To but nobody. the music was so good that by the time we, because I, I I went to TVT with uh uh uh, uh with Nag and, and um I can't remember the other singer we had, but the music was done. Mm-hmm. So I just had to present the music without the distraction mm-hmm. of like, damn, did you see? Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you say, it's little shit like that. That's my point. It's like, imagine both of them were considered, I guess, handicapped. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah. But just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. We yeah, call yeah. it physical disability. Physical di- well, handicap yeah, disability. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I didn't want to talk about yeah, it because yeah. I don't want right. to offend no word, community because right. I don't. I just for, don't for a long time we couldn't we couldn't talk about it. But that's my point. But we knew, you knew from the bankhead bounce video with D Rock when he was <laughs> goddamn bouncing. You didn't see his fingers. You you knew what it was. No, I'm dead. I mean, nigga, you gotta remember it was blurry. But you were like that nigga ain't got no goddamn fingers. Right. You know what I'm saying? But my point is, is that no, I'm being for real. But my point is, is that y'all. Let me tell you something, bro. This is why I think black fathers are needed. That's why I think black male leadership is needed, needed because you told them it's okay. Mm. Now imagine if they got in the hands with another nigga that said, "You can't do that. You got this. You got surreal. You got no fit. Now you can't." But you, uh, it was a black <laughs> man in the room that said, "Don't worry about it. I'm gonna protect." And every let me stop you right there. Might see. We, I talked about the song, the whisper song, being one mm-hmm. of the top ten in my opinion. Yep. The Yin Yang Twins story is one of the greatest stories in all of music. Don Vito, can we write that movie? <laughs> can we make that, that movie? That I'm trying, bro. I want now. That's the one thing I do want to do. Yeah, is the Yin Yang Twins story. Yeah, two handicapped, physically challenged black men. Yep, to go on to, to sell multiple platinum albums. Crazy. Tour in the history of music. Never it ain't been, done. been done. That's my. But point. they should talk more about it. That would inspire. Nah, so they many just people. now, honestly, it's, it, it, we in hip hop. That ain't an easy thing to talk oh, about. Oh, I'm not saying in the beginning, but like right, right, now right, that is saying. done. So now it's the just story, now. But the story should be told, but yeah. right. I knew that already. Like, I'm we, like, we could, like, we could, I couldn't come on and talk about this shit back when we had a record in the top five. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? You don't, like, don't want to point out deficiencies. Right. But you, it's like a coach. It's like, but a coach, a father figure, a male figure will tell someone, hey, it's okay. Right. 
Like, I remember the first time my dad told me I could do something. That shit stuck. I remember the first time <laughs> Jeff Dixon told me I can do, be a manager. Jeff Dixon don't even know. I always tell a story. I'm like, that was the first time I met a man that didn't. Matter of fact, he didn't even know me. That's the crazy part. I'm, I was stalking him and Shaka. I finally <laughs> wow. get in the room with them. And Jeff, and I was like, bro, he was like, play me a hit. I heard y'all got the hit makers. And I'm like, yo, before I play your record, I just want you to know, I've been trying to work for you and your brother for the last four or five years. And he was like, you don't got to work for us. You can do this shit yourself. Wow. Nigga, that shit took me far. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you can't tell me nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. Nigga, a nigga that I look up to told me I could do it. And we need more black, strong vo voices speaking up on shit because there's no way in the world that that could have happened if they didn't have a subsidiary that was like, fuck all that, this a hit. Mm -hmm. Right. Somebody who did it say, y'all, this it. Right. There's no way it could have happened. Right. You're right. It's like a good time to go into like credit check. So no, like, no, I, well, we could do that. We'll go to credit check. Let's go to credit check. Because <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I want to, I, when, after we do that, I want to talk about the evolution of Atlanta with you. Because oh. you are Atlanta historian. Okay. You are Atlanta historian. I've been around. I'll and you went, first. I've been around. Nah, you did. You were Atlanta historian. So, like, how, can you give me, the, we were just talking about this off record, offline, mm -hmm. give me the Atlanta eras. Damn, man. Give me the era. So, so Atlanta booty shake base. Which is yeet. You're going to keep putting that shit in I'm there. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at Davido. So, I'm looking so, at Kulisi. I'm like. So we going to lump all that shit yeah, in there. It's okay. the same thing. Yep. Um, And you created an Thank era. You. I just want to see. You gave me credit. I'm, I'm giving you your credit. Yeah. The player era. which player would, era. Which would be the era between booty the shake booty and shake. No. And, and, and crunk. Cause yes. I, I, yeah, because yes. Crunk, which would include, because Crunk was the Crunk was the pathway to trap, right? Music. Yep. Mm -hmm. And for the sake of the people in this room, y'all got y'all own lane carved out. That no, we like organized noise. Y'all, y'all sit like, by y'all self. Them niggas was making shit that was like <laughs> that shit could drop today, right? And niggas would be right. like, "What the like? What the fuck? What the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah, yeah. Come so, on, bro. so no disrespect. They was over there uh, organized so, noise. So the player era, uh, uh, which would include. Um, the ghetto mafias, the uh, organizations, uh, organizations, uh, uh, Sammy Sam, Sammy Sam ride with some players. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like the time where we was like it was like the time where we was like rapping on booty shake records, but we was like saying street shit. Where mm -hmm. it was like, you know, it wasn't like mm -hmm. float like a butterfly sting like a bee is me Ali. It wasn't that. It was like <laughs> you know, it was like rolling up in that thing on triple gold date. Need nigga be hating because I'm straight from ATL and the West Side is what I'm you, claiming. You can't go into like, your meetings with nigga, rapping saying, like that, I'm nigga. I'm just saying, like nigga. I'm just saying, it was like shit. That, shit. Was, like that was when niggas was wearing them hats with the silk shirts. Yeah, going to a fucking club. Yeah, you know, yeah. niggas was bankhead bouncing, rolling up blunts. Like yeah. that was a player era. Yeah, yeah. then so, hit come so trap. So you got now you keep skipping over. <laughs> I'm saying crunk. We gonna put twerk and crunk together. Yes, because. Cause what people don't know, we got lumped in the the crunk cause of get low. I'm about to say the biggest song from the get, crunk twerk get, era get, get was y'all would get low. Get low, but but John John came and got us because we were coming off I yeah yeah. Yes. If you listen to the instrumentation, if you listen to the instrumentation of get low, yeah. I'm talking about all the way to the whistles and shit in that yeah. motherfucker. Exactly. I, all the same kind of shit that was in I yeah yeah. Uh, but we got lumped into that whole crunk thing. Because of the marriage of Yin Yang yes. and, and John, yes. and John John was my guy. Yeah, so it was like, yo, you got it, cool. So you got the crunk era slash twerk. Yep, you got trap, obviously. Yep, and you got snap, snap, oh, I big t-shirts about snap. Um, that's when I started. Now I don't know if there's an era. What you call that era after that? Tra after trap? 
No, after Snap, because Trap came before Snap. Yes, and then S- S- Snap was like, to me, Snap was like the niggas that just was like Atlanta talented niggas, right? Like, you know what I love really- about Snap? Tell me. Because when I travel outside of Atlanta, because niggas so hard now, you take your ass to Jacksonville, them niggas dance like still, B Street niggas. Still, nigga. Still. You go down to South Florida, them niggas still dance. You go to New Orleans, them niggas still dancing. It, yeah. ain't, it ain't no gay shit. It's yeah. just niggas having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I like about Snap, because niggas was still got their yeah. gear, nigga. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was some it was some, oh. it was still some cool dance shit yeah, yeah. that you ain't have to look over your shoulder to see who's looking at yeah, you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so that's what I liked, that's what I liked about Snap. Yeah, it, yeah. To me, that was the last Fun okay era. to dance era. Fun era. Yeah. But niggas dance now, but they just dance hard as fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Niggas be dancing hard as fuck. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, these new dance, these niggas be doing that yeah. shit look so goddamn hard. Yeah. The TikTok dance oh, era, wouldn't even acknowledge yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, nigga, the dance, they moves they do, you can't even move your feet, nigga. You got to, because the camera can't catch everything. Every move got to be like body. Like, everything got to be body gyrating and shit like that. So you T, funny you wanna, nigga, <laughs> You want to do, do sign, drop, deliver, and then credit? Yeah, I'd rather do put your money where your mouth is first. Okay. Ooh. So, we have this segment of the show called, I'm mad that you're here, because you're going to hear it. I'm going to do YouTube, but you're going to get ready. I'm going to switch it up for you. It's called sign, it's called put your money where your mouth is, where we give you three artists, you gotta He's pick one. Already and we didn't give him nothing. You yet. gotta pick one. <laughs> I'm not listening. You gotta sign one. You gotta pick one to sign. You gotta pick one to drop. And you gotta pick one to put in development. Okay. Mind you, you ran your own label. Okay. So you can't say. And this is the fair part. These decisions we're giving you is decisions that record labels make every day. Right. Like that's why you hear about artists like Alicia Keys getting dropped. It's like they just was focused on the shit they had. They couldn't right. get the Fifty Cent. They couldn't get the Alicia. L.A. Reid couldn't get to Lady Gaga. He couldn't get to it. He's like, so you understand that this is right. a, a cop, this is something that we deal with anyway. And all the so. artists are at their peak. That's a big thing to mention, too. Oh, Bef- man. Before. You, hey, yeah, hey, okay. hey, this list, I'm going to let you know right now. This list, I'm going to switch some parts up, but this list is Cooley C. I just want to let you know. It's <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I want I want, I want to put it out there. So I want to go, I'm going to switch up a little bit, but I want to go first one. Kilo, DJ Kizzy Rock, Raheem the Dream. <laughs> Or, hold on, here's the other part. If you choose not to answer, you got to donate $20 to a the kid's, uh, to this nonprofit for the kids. Uh, the Creative Academy. The Creative Academy. Academy. I'm sorry, y'all got it. We're going to put up the screen. First of all, for all you people who don't know these artists, Google them. It's cool. No, no, I'm not, I, I'm I, want, no, I, no I want the people who might not know some of these artists to Google them. Yes. After they hear my answer. So you got to sign one, you got to drop one. And you got to develop, develop one. one. Or you can just pay for the kids. Feed the kids. Shit. I'm signing Kilo. Okay. <laughs> Off the rip. Off the rip, I'm signing Kilo. Well, we the other the 20, oh, we got the money for the kids. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me. I donate. The kids got twenty dollars. Everybody making up for the kids. The kids get twenty dollars. By the way, it's Coolie C. (laughs) Fuck you, Coolie. All right, cool. Two Live Crew, DJ Magic Mike, MC Shadi. It's unfair you here. I'm about to to create one for you. I got you covered. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here without Two Live Crew. So Two Live Crew, I'm signing. Okay. Okay. Shadi, Magic Mike. Who's getting drunk? DJ Magic Mike. God, I'm donating. Oh, $24 for the kids, $40 for the kids. Yeah. 40 <laughs> I got to live with these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. I feel like this one's going to be kind of easy. NWA, 
goodie mob. Oh. Or public enemy. Come on, man. Now watch that Cooley C. Cooley C did this shit. Come on, man. I'm signing Goody. Goody Mo! Let's go. Goody Mo B. So it's it's developing and dropping. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to drop Public Enemy. Oh, they added it? And you develop it NWA. I'm develop only because the music I grew up listening to. I love Chuck D. And, and I heard my man Gip talk about Chuck standing in line. I got a story just like that. He was behind me at the goddamn post office. In Fayetteville. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, <laughs> Chuck D was just in the motherfucking post yeah. office. Greatest day of my life. But uh, so no disrespect to Public Enemy. Just for me, when I heard fucking NWA for the first time, that shit was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because we didn't, that. the gang culture, all that shit. We didn't know. We, that, not that was the first thing we got introduced yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No disrespect it's okay. to Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'm going to give you, a, this one going to be a little hard. I'm going to switch it up. Bubba Sparks, yeah. Yin Yang Twins, Soldier Boy. Do we get? Do we get? Yeah, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. And it's funny because when I signed Soldier, I said this is the first good looking act I ever had. <laughs> like, we, 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 I'm just keeping it real. So I'm a signed Soldier. I'm gonna okay. develop Yin Yang. No disrespect. <laughs> when you gave me interest, Bubba Sparks. <laughs> I love Bubba, but out of those three, okay, you got it. Just out of, I ain't gonna drop him, but no, you, you want sixty dollars? We get the sixty. Wait, we get the sixty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sixty dollars for the kids. The kids always win. The kids yeah. always win. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All, All right, right. damn. What's your cash out, dog? Hold on, we got the game academy. Got you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna give you. It's, so I'm I, because I have so much respect for you as a producer. I was gonna do three, but I'm gonna do five more. But I think you're gonna be this is gonna be a little easier. Okay. Well, not a little easier. Maybe I don't know. Okay, a baller MJG, UGK, Outcast. Oh man, signing Outcast all day. I owe twenty more dollars, man. <laughs> I can't. Eighty dollars for the kid. Eighty dollars for the kid. I thought you had an answer too. <laughs> nah, nah. Yes, man. Hold, nah. hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, cool, cool. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you a couple more. I'm gonna give you a female one, and then we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get to the hard one. All right, cool. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Doja Cat. Now let me just say for the record. No, <laughs> no, 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 for real. <laughs> Doja Cat now is my favorite artist. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. In the last however many years she's been out, that's been the one artist that every time I hear something from her, I say that's fucking it. Incredible. Incredible. Most talented new artist I think in the last five. So years. I'm gonna develop her. Fire. Oh shit. Okay. We're gonna develop Doja Cat. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna sign Nikki. Okay. <laughs> now who's the last one? Cardi B. <laughs> Twenty more dollars. Hundred dollars for the kids. I hundred dollars for the kids. I love this nigga. He did all that for Doja Cat. All right, I'm gonna develop. So, all right. I'm gonna do. I, I got a couple more. This is it. This is gonna be. So I'm gonna give you. <laughs> right. I gotta give you this one. Okay. Because I ain't gonna like certain ones. I can skip over, but certain ones I'm just like I gotta <laughs> hear up? your thoughts on this. T.I., Ludacris, Lil Wayne. Mm. Fuck. You got to answer this one. Fuck. How much I'm in the hole for? $100. That's it. It's only $100. That's <laughs> only a little. <laughs> it's for the a kids, man. The kids don't lose. 
You need a picture of some kids up here so I can oh, see them. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Dre at? Where's Dre at? We got some kids that actually came through the program that won. Yeah, Grammys, I, I, I need I need some inspiration, guys. I got there. you. We got some. This, it's okay. A, by okay. the way, it's a music program for kids. It's called the Creative Academy. They teach kids how to produce, how to write songs, how to engineer. Okay. Cool. So I, I, it's something that's in brand. What we okay. Do. All right. So you said Wayne. Wayne uh -huh. T I Luda. I'm signing tip. Just 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 Okay. Just just because, God okay. damn it. Uh, wait a minute. T.I. Wayne and who's the last one? T.I. Wayne Ludacris. Fuck! <laughs> it's for the kids. Hundred twenty dollars for the kids. The kids don't lose. The kids have made more money from me than this show. I swear to God, they have. I ain't never coming back. I ain't never coming back. This motherfucker. You go somebody else. Like I ain't never going back over that nigga house. You're so listen. You're, you're so see. This is the thing. This is the thing. I got R and B. I got female R and B. Wait a minute. How many more of these motherfuckers you got? No, 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 no. It's only. It's only. It's only. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's only two more. But I'm being honest with you. Okay. It's really. I'm asking this because I really want to know your opinion. Right, like it's like answer. you know the money is cool, but I'm really like I'm really just trying to well, understand. You, so when you say drop somebody, though, and listen, this, like, so that, have to do it every day. So, but but I, I know. So, <laughs> so, so so <laughs> let me tell you what's unfair about it. Okay, because we know how it ended already. But right? that's what. But that's so what if I'm, you line these niggas up and and I ain't never heard of none of them right now. It makes the decision a lot easier. That's how, then that, that could be your criteria how you make the decision. I can't because I already yeah. know how it ends. Nah, but you could you could you're a producer, so you are a guider of talent. So All you right, can look me, at this. Let me let me try to jump outside my All mind. Right, cool. All right. So how about this? I'm gonna do two more, and then the bonus one. It's not even part of. I just want your opinion because okay. I want to see it. All right. So I'm gonna go R and B. All right. And mind you, you just said we know how this shit ended. Let's not let's not go there. I'm okay? gonna try. I'm gonna <laughs> try let's, not let's, to I go there. I want you to factor in. I want you to factor in just music. Okay. Talent. And you as a CEO of a label saying, I got three, these three niggas sitting in front of my face. I got to sign one. Okay. Are you ready? Usher, Chris Brown, R. Kelly. Oh, I don't want to play that one. God damn. Okay. You know how I'm going to do it? I'm going to try to thank the first videos of each artist. That's cool. Whatever you okay, want to do. Okay, so you said Usher. That was the, the one when he was in the hall Usher sliding was like, up the Usher floor. Was the, Usher was, yeah, can was, you get it, with it? It was No. He had a little kid. He was a little kid sliding down the damn hallway. I don't remember that. I just yeah. know Usher he was, first hit that he I was, was, can you get he with it? He was young as fuck. No, it was before that. Okay. Uh, Who the other one? Usher, Chris, Chris Brown, Brown, R. Kelly. Chris Brown came with that run at first. Yes. Okay. So we going our first videos. Okay, that Whatever make it easy. Okay, okay. Run it. Who the other one? Usher, Chris Brown, R. Kelly. The uh, public announcement. Uh, 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 what was they first shit? Well, he was in the group. Kelly first hit was Honey no, Love. No, no, no. But, but he was in the group. They so had so I had no, no, if no. I got to take all them niggas, I'm dropping them. No, R. Kelly. Just R. You Kelly. Just R. Kelly. No, nigga. He was in the group. <laughs> As a talent. As a talent. Which one you want? You just said. You made the decision. He your came choice. to the office with the other two niggas. Okay, so R. Kelly and public I'm dropping all them niggas. I'm <laughs> dropping the group. I'm driving the group, especially after I know how that shit ends. Exactly. We got to drop it. So Usher and Chris Brown, who you signing? We driving the public announcement. Based off the first two videos, I'm going to sign Chris. Just based off, because I'm okay. going. It's okay. And I'm going to develop Usher. These niggas are super successful. Nah, nigga, you know, you know like, niggas be like, okay. nigga, did you Why see you that shit Colin Paul said? <laughs> on mm -hmm. All right, cool. All right, cool. Last one, and then I'm going to do a bonus, because I just want your thought process. Jay-Z, Kanye West, Drake. Water, cause this one. I honestly think Kanye is a genius. Oh. I, like I, I honestly, I do too. I think he's incredible. I, I honestly believe that. So, 
through the wire when that nigga couldn't even talk. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to sign him. Because it was still a good song. Yeah, you going to like, you going first song? Yeah. I love this Jay, nigga. This nigga's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. This nigga's so work, smart. Right. First right. <laughs> song, Through the Wire. Not the rest of the shit. Through the Wire. Yeah, right. yeah that. So we signed right. that. Um, Drake was the best I ever had, I think. Yep. And, and Jay-Z was that president. I like oh, that. Wow. I like how you... I'm going to develop Jay. Because honestly... This is a true story. Okay. We, we got some Jay-Z <laughs> shit floating around here. I bought, what was it, uh, Reasonable Doubt. That was the first album. Yep. I was bumping that shit. Yep. <laughs> Real talk. When nobody I knew playing that shit. Mind you, I'm up with Jay all this shit. But I, I loved hip-hop, East yep. Coast hip-hop. The good East Coast hip-hop. Yep. Jay came to Club Illusions. I don't know if anybody remember this in this room. Jay-Z came to Club Illusions, and it was the most boring shit I ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. The show. Because he, he wasn't yeah, the Jay we know now. Exactly. He was just rapping, walking yeah. around rapping. Yeah. And we coming from the goddamn, you know, yeah. all this shit. <laughs> After I saw that, I stopped listening to the album. Oh, wow. Because the people weren't fucking with it. I'm big on live performance. Mm. If, mm. You, if you can't rock a stage. So, nigga, so Jay is going to development. Who was the other one? Kanye, Jay-Z, Drake. Based off my first shit, I would, honestly, I would have dropped uh, Jay. Okay, so developing Drake. And it ain't just because it's of okay, pressure. It's okay, it's okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just telling you, we're going on first impression because yeah, yeah. I found them yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Drop Jay and, and Drake. I'm going to develop Drake. Cause we saw where he started, yeah, you know. Yeah. As a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna sign Kanye, develop Drake. Okay, cool. So we done. But I got one question because I just want your thoughts. Mm -hmm. uh, Tupac, Biggie, X. This is not a part of it, but I just want to know. DMX, Tupac, Biggie. I'm gonna develop Pop because he grew on me. Mm. That early, pre, he got older. The pre. So I'm big on I'm I'm a DJ. Yeah. So I ain't like his beat selection. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. So that that early pop, it wasn't until me against the world that pop that doom what? doom doom that shit was everywhere. What? When I heard you know you know like Mitchell Reed. You know you know my first Tupac song that I learned about Tupac on was MC Bree. I gotta get yeah, yeah. mine. So we was I, I was didn't even know Warren G produced nigga, that by the way. We nigga, nigga, I was, I was, I was signed that. to Itchy Bun back yeah. then. Yeah. So that's. So, but pre that era, yeah, that early pop, yeah, that was a bunch of noise, yeah. Um, so, so you said pop, pop, Biggie, X, DMX. This ain't the contest. I just want your opinion because I want to see what you think. So the first time I saw X was that fucking LL Cool J record. That that five four three two one yeah. So he was at the end, right? Yeah. Nigga, when I saw that nigga, I ain't know who he, I'm signing X. So you signed an X. When I saw that nigga, I was like, who the fuck is that nigga? We developed so, so So <laughs> out of everybody we done talked about, yeah. out of all these questions, when I saw that, that made me say, who the fuck is that nigga? Yeah. So X, I'm signing. <laughs> I'm talking about everybody you yeah. know I'm signing X. You said Pac and Biggie. I'm going to develop Biggie just based off the Ooh. very first shit. I love it. 
Mind you, this I owe twenty dollars. Oh no, we're trying to get twenty dollars. We're trying to get twenty. No, 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 we got it. 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 I would never go. Hey, nigga, I'm never going on record talking about I dropped Tupac, nigga. I'm about to say never, never, nigga. I'm about to say I'm like that's the one. Hundred dollars, nigga. What? So, 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 so before we go, before we, before we wrap up, we have this, we have this part of the show that is called. It's actually inspired by a brother in this room right now. It's called credit check because for me, I feel like a lot of the times we say give somebody their flowers and that's a represent uh, representing somebody dying and you give them flowers at their death. Right. So they want to give them flowers alive. You can't do nothing with flowers. You can't leverage flowers. You can actually leverage credit. You mm. can take credit and use that for something else. Um, so I just want you to give uh, a shout out to three people in your who have it could be two to three. Four, Luke three, four Skywalker. People. Hold on, uh-uh, hold on. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Right. They got people who, <laughs> people who, right. no, no. It's people who played a role in Smurf's career and Smurf's success uh. that you would just want to shout out and be like. Personally. Just personally. Yeah. Like somebody okay, who you okay. like, yo, shout out cool. to this person because okay. they played a role in it. Just And, and I, I try not to say not parents because we all know parents and family, but it's like that those people that was along the way that might have given you something or made a phone call or did something that really helped right. contribute to change your life. So, like, the guy DJ of... Edward J is number one. Okay, so Edward J. Shout out to DJ. Google, we find DJ Google Edward King Edward J. King Edward J. I was about to say, can we yeah. get King Edward J? I want to... Yeah, he by yeah. far in the whole J team. That's the Edward J. And then MC Shadi. Shadi. Yep. And then from that, uh, my attorney and great friend Carl Washington. Because what I didn't know at the time is that he was just starting his law firm. Yeah. And I'm I was one of his first clients as his own business. And he moved like you was his only client. Right. He moved like you was the only thing. Like he made it was like you and I think block or street or one of those. He moved right. like y'all was that. Right. So 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 I have no money when I walked into his office. Mm. I had just stopped working with Shadi. Mm. But I knew I needed a lawyer. That's one thing I knew I needed. I think Cooley, Cooley introduced me to Carl Washington. Shout out to Carl Washington, man. Yeah, so he 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 um he was the first person, and I didn't even look at it like this, which which shaped the trajectory of my career. I was sitting at his desk. I think he was representing Brad. Uh, fucking uh, uh, he had a couple of yeah. freak nasty yeah. had to dip. Yeah. So freak he had nasty, a couple of I forgot freak nasty. right, yeah. right. So I'm sitting there. I, I think he might have had a dip plaque or some shit yeah. like that. I'm sitting there, like, you know, I ain't got no money. I'm yeah. just sitting in that bitch. And he looked at me and he said, bring me a hit. The rest is history. Shout out to Carl Washington. Let's give it up yeah. for Carl Washington. Yeah. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Because you know what? He's one of those guys that's moved around the city and everybody he was with, he it was like they was his family. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Carl. So one thing, he's the first guy, honestly, if he fuck with you, if 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 you're his client, Cause he had some clients that I, you know, we sit around. I started clowning them and shit. Yeah. He won't join in on that shit. Oh, nah, it's complete one thousand loyalty. He won't. I don't care how close he is with you. He won't join in on that shit. Mm. One thousand percent loyalty. Mm. Yeah, I love that. So you guys, I got one more before we do Go the ahead. last one. What do you want the next generation of music makers, DJs, artists, producers? What do you want them to know? Wow. Honestly. Because we're in an age of, uh, in an era of uh, technology, um, in order for the, the the our culture, and I just came back from Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. and to to be in 2023 and watch that many thousands and thousands and thousands of people celebrating a culture that's so old, mm-hmm. right? 
nothing that's going on in the world affects them celebrating where they come from. Mm. And I just feel like we have to maintain a musical integrity. Musical mm. integrity. If we forget, if we just let this money and this fucking um uh, um the the, the 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 desire to do this to be seen mm-hmm. step in front of the artistry of mm. what we do, we ain't gonna have shit to come home to after a while. Fucking message that right there. I love that. Yeah. What do you think your superpower is? <laughs> 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 I, I, w- I want to say because people around me they, they say we're gonna go off your instinct it's probably my instinct because I don't know it till it till it hits me you know what I mean you gotta and see whatever it. yeah I love when, it. and when it hits me I, I people ask me what blah blah I don't know but when I see it I'll tell you mm. yeah so because this is the God show goats and underdogs do you consider yourself a goat or underdog probably an underdog why but but I am a goat though Period. Well, a goat, man. Well, well, I'll say the perception is an underdog, but I am a goat. Yeah. So wait, all right. So you say you say you're kinda underdog. What do you need to accomplish to make you feel what like, you know what? I am a goat. I'm goat status now. For me, it's nothing. It's just like what he's saying. Nigga, you're too quiet. You're too quiet. He already people, he, he's saying people. to the world I'm an underdog, but I know I'm a goat. Right. Right. My the, my career and my accomplishment spans over, you know, decades, right? And my inf- my influence on the culture, I've been a part of culture shifts. So a lot of people can't mm-hmm. say that. I put an S behind that. Yeah. And a lot of people can't yes. say that. So, you know, I'm comfortable in my own skin. It's the people around me that get frustrated with me because I don't give a fuck about what other people think. Exactly. Well, I just want to say thank you. You you definitely go to me, nigga. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Hey, nigga, any nigga. Wait, what's I, his favorite like projects that he's been on to you? Like, give me a top five. Uh, I'm gonna say his record. Um, Ooh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, nigga. Okay. Ray, no. Hey, nigga. I, hey, I'm nah, cause it was like you know, nigga. We was rapping. You, you was you was spitting on that shit. Uh, I'll say Ooh Lord. I would say um, Ying Yang Twins Whisper. Uh, I think that, I think that that's probably. I would say top five most innovative rap records of all time. Thank you. Um, Thank for you. Sure. And, um, I'm gonna say uh, I bounce you, Miss New, New Booty. Okay. Uh, oh, was that Bubba Sparks? That's yeah. Bubba Sparks. Call it Paul Bubba Sparks. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ying Yang Twins. I can't lie. I can't sleep on what's why you twerk. It wasn't. Changed my life. Yeah, and not only that, <laughs> it was the only one of his time. It was the only one of his time, and it it was just it cut through. And you didn't produce Soldier Boy, but I'm gonna say Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy shifted the entire rap culture. Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy is like Kobe Bryant of rap. Uh, and hold on, I mean, everybody reacted. Let let me get my let me get my thought out before y'all fucking go crazy. <laughs> He almost fell out of his no, chair over there. He literally on, probably did fall out. <laughs> okay, okay, so let me tell you why I say that. Because Kobe Bryant, if you historically, if you know, Kobe Bryant is the reason why the NBA is young now. That's why so many kids love him. Like, because Kobe was the first kid that came in the NBA at 17 and did it his way. Okay. And he ushered in the youth. Okay. Like, nigga, if you look at the new NBA, that's why everybody compared Jordan and who he played against against who LeBron played against. LeBron played against young athletes. Jordan played against grown men. 
It, okay. Nigga, you had to, you was playing against niggas with beers and ball spots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nigga, it's, that'll knock your ass off your right, feet if right. you do this. And Kobe came into the league, and he was arrogant about it. He was like a young, arrogant dude. And if you pay attention, if you know Kobe's history, by the way, I don't just talk shit. I can actually back it up with facts. Kobe was, he shot three shots, three air balls in a game six or game seven of a, of a Lakers series when he, but that was, they let him shoot that. They right. was like, right. let this little young nigga think he the shit, let him shoot it. Right. But those are, those are things that made him so great because he came back. And that's why if you pay attention to Kobe, he got more love than almost than LeBron because he's the reason why young niggas run the NBA. And Soldier Boy ushered in young rappers. And let, let me say this about Soldier because I, I don't talk much about Soldier. Yeah. Um, where I pat myself on the back mm-hmm. about Soldier because I found him with a dance. Yeah. Right. And at the time, you know, a lot of dance records was out. Yep. But it was, I intentionally branded him as a young marketing genius. Yeah. Beyond a dance record. And I think, and because it would have been a one hit wonder. That's my point. It, it, it would have been a one-hit wonder, but we intentionally, S-O-D, stacks on, stacks deck. on deck. We intentionally put that out front. Because it's kind of like what I'm saying now. I want to find the next CEO, yeah. the next Kylie Park, yeah. the, the next Ray. Yeah. So, so we intentionally did that with him and, 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 and gave him a platform for acceptance. I never took credit for, for yeah. what he did. Exactly. That's why I know most people don't even know. That's why I brought it up. Right, sure. but, but that was very intentional, though, yeah. because I didn't want to be. You let him be his own you know, you know what I compared it to? No disrespect, but I looked at anybody that was signed to like So So Def, Jermaine yeah. produced them for yep. the most part. Yeah. For the most part. I said I didn't want to be that because I was mm. at Interscope. I wanted to be Jimmy. Yeah. So you ha- you wanted to let your artist do fly your, without you. Do, do your thing. But let, yeah. me tell, let me tell you another thing. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy is the first, I want to say he's the first successful immature rapper. Oh, like, I like that. Let me tell you what I mean. Hear me out. I ain't never heard that shit. No, no, hear me out. <laughs> right. no, hear me out. Ba- Bow Wow was a kid. Right. He acted like a kid. Crisscross were kids. You got to remember, Soldier Boy was 16, and he was rapping grown man shit. Like, him and Bow Wow was the same age. Bow Wow right. was rapping kid shit. Right. And Soldier Boy was rapping about Superman, that hoe. Like, yeah. he was right. really yeah. on some young, ignorant, young nigga shit. Yeah. He had the big T-shirts. He was literally like a kid that we watched grow up. But to me, he ushered in the immaturity of rap. He ushered in the idea of being a rap genius, like kind of right. like being your own thing. Like nobody yeah. was like that dog. Bow Wow was a creation of Jay, of JD. Yeah. If you look yeah. at any, he was, a, he was and his that's own difference. creation. And you just said something. I never, yeah, I never compared the two like yeah. that, but you're right. He was Bow Wow was creation. a creation of Jay. And yeah, that's why yeah. But he was his own creation. And he ushered in young rap niggas doing it their way. He was the first real hip hop artist that, Grown niggas did not understand, did not even want, how about this, still didn't want to, didn't understand, didn't want to understand, didn't care to understand. Right. But it was something that he did that that touched kids in a way that made him like a legend that he is today. I mean, he was the first kid on YouTube. He was the first kid playing with his own video game. Like, he did shit that other rappers thought was immature, was like but beneath them. Right. And he showed you can make millions of dollars doing it. And that's why I think because the kids run this shit. I don't, yeah. care, I don't care what he, y'all think. He was the first one, so that's why I mean, like, no disrespect to Kobe because I love Kobe, but I'm saying Kobe is the reason why the NBA is young, and I think Soldier Boy is a big reason why rap. We used is to young. say that though. 
He yeah. kicked all the old niggas out. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he made. He, we he, said it with, back yeah. then. Yeah, he made yeah. niggas old. He, he Soulja Boy made niggas old. Yeah, he, he was did. like the first nigga that came he, out he, that was young enough to be niggas' son yeah. that was rapping about grown man shit. Like, yeah. nigga, this you nigga right because we we literally yeah. used to say that. Hey, bro, I don't talk yeah. crazy. I just, my team was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Bro, yeah, we almost <laughs> but, out." But can you tell us what's next for you and where those people that are gonna be in your DMs? What's your at name so they can find you? Uh, Kylie Park. Let's go across the board. Uh, C O L L I. And I'm glad. Wait a minute. Let me before I spell that. And I'm glad we got Gip in the room. Somebody asked me about this. I'm not the first person to say Collie Paul by no stretch of the imagination. No. But I do believe I'm the first person to spell it that way. Yeah, you are. Right. Am I right? You're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to put that on the record. Shout too. out to Collie Paul. Thank you for being on the God Show. This is the God Show, man. We are out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.